Friday, May the 13th. Lucky Friday, May the 13th. In your opinion. And you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. Every Friday's a lucky day, Dolores, and being May the being Friday the 13th makes it even luckier. I agree with the Friday part. I'm not sure about the 13th part. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> so, Jeff, lots happened in the markets. USDA WASD report came out this week. We uh, saw some pretty big jumps in the market. Oil prices, everything. What's what's going on? Um, um, where to start? Where to start? Well, let's, you know, it, we're still in weather markets, of course. That's where the week started out. U.S. Weekly Crop Progress Report, but the WASDA report was definitely a market mover this week. And, you know, I have underlined and written down here three times, wheat, wheat, wheat. So the the WASDA report came out and they really cut back production numbers for wheat around the world. Like we've talked recently in the last few weeks about India, France, Germany, United States, the questions in Ukraine and Russia, like they're not even really talking about Russian production anymore. It's still a big number, but then it's who's going to buy it. And yeah, I'm sure there'll be people buy it, but it's, or countries buy it, but will they get as much exported? We don't know. There's so many question marks about wheat. And then saying in those production cuts, they, they're projecting that the carryout stocks for this coming year will be the lowest for the top eight exporting nations in the last 15 years. So that stocks to use ratio for wheat is tight. So wheat prices jumped this week. Hard red spring wheat harvest for this coming summer went up $44 this week. Like that's an unheard of number, $44 a ton. Like that is just... 529 closing here at the end of of today. I, I know, like that is just... Like, again, I go back when we hit that spring, we hit $300 there last year. I was like, wow, come on, boys, get some sold. And then 400 and then 500 Holy frig. Have you seen prices like that before? No, Jeff? I have not. I definitely have not. Uh, I do remember when the wheat market went wild way back in, uh, when was that? Holy God, I'm dating myself. Can't even remember the year now. But I know most companies even quit trading wheat back then. Actually, I think I was on the Ontario Wheat Board back then, so uh, can't think what year that was, but it was, I didn't really pay attention to prices enough, but just think right now that wheat at uh, $529, spring wheat this week was up almost $30 a ton, old and new crop, old, I actually, I mean harvest 2022 and 2023, so there's uh, winter wheat at $517, Spring wheat at $5.29. Soybeans were up $15. Corn up $16 for this harvest. The prices just, they all jumped. So the USDA report was very supportive for wheat. Mm-hmm. But it was actually somewhat negative for corn. It was actually both supportive and negative for corn. It was negative for corn because they found more corn around the world. I put in the blog there today on Friday... They found more corn in smaller producing nations that actually increased some world stocks. But then they cut back production numbers some for this year in the U.S. They Something they very rarely done in the past. I think the last time I read was 2013. 
where they actually decrease corn production per acre in the May report. Hmm. So, like, they went down by four bushels from 181 to 177. And once planting's over, that could change again, right? Oh, if they're changing it in May, expect to change, in my mind, June, July, August, like, going forward. And what does that come back to? Weather. Weather. And so, again, we talk about weather, corn. Uh, corn, so this last Monday, corn was at their lowest amount planted on record for their weekly crop progress report for this time of year. But this week has been you mostly can, good weather. We can, we've can we been talking about a lot about this. Like there can be a lot of acres planted in a short amount of time. Yes. So week to week, that planting progress report can change pretty, oh, pretty quick. Like what do we have down that they can, I think in the past they planted somewhere between 30 to 40% of their crop in one week. You know, those are pretty massive numbers and so if they do that, like this past week, or we don't expect to see that large of an increase for next week because uh, the northern part of the corn belt is still wet. And that's where we get into the spring wheat planting areas there in the Dakotas and that. But we expect to see a big increase in, the, uh, in how much corn is planted this uh, last week. And now as they get delays in the northern part, will some of those corn acres switch to soybeans? Maybe. Let's talk another three weeks about that or something. <laughs> so, so it ties us into soybeans. You know, soybeans weren't as much in the news this week, but, they, you know, they started the week off negative where most markets were, but it was a soybean meal was pulling the price down. Soybean meal has, had pulled back to some uh, three-month lows, I think, between the end of last week, early this week in the U.S. And so... If we remember, we go back a few months ago, soybean meal and soybean oil were both supporting soybean prices. Mm -hmm. Soybean meals pulled back a little bit. Maybe there's a little bit of oversupply for the short term. Soybean oil prices have uh, strengthened in them this week. Remember the last few weeks we talked about palm oil in Indonesia. It's still in the news, but soybean oil is in there. The prices jumped up when we been talking about it's making more news now how more is being used in biodiesel it seems to keep reading something about that and uh and what's always a big thing for soybeans oh you know what this dolores we haven't even said the name yet china exports exports so i need a little bit more than just soybeans <laughs> give me an idea of what you're thinking oh, yeah. about. so like soybeans to china china is the i think the usda increased the chinese projections for another million tons oh just a million tons more up to 92 million tons and to go up to just uh, just about 100 million tons for next year you know that's a big increase going forward and that's going to keep uh, soybean stock levels tight so all this news with COVID still seems to be rampaging through China. That hasn't really slowed things down here. Surprisingly not. Not on their import side. Because that was it, the big deal, what, two years ago? Oh, but it has on their export side. Right. As they locking down their, you know, part of some of their major cities have been locked down for weeks now. Mm -hmm. I think Shanghai's going on five, six weeks or something. Like it's... Uh, so it's COVID in China is something that's hanging over the markets. It's hanging over the world economy. Mm -hmm. You know, the supply chain effects, everybody hears about them. 
anybody goes to buy a part for whatever piece of equipment they see it to. So. I know uh, our elevator guy was in here uh, today and he said I'm ordering parts for next fall <laughs> just in case just to make sure we have them. Like that is just scary. That's so, brutal. <laughs> so as we're looking out here you know that how COVID is how it gets handled in China is definitely something on the market. Oil prices right now you know they they fall below a hundred dollars and then they're back up i actually didn't even look this afternoon but they were up to like 107 dollars this morning per barrel uh and of course that comes back to the the ban on russian oil the g7 countries announced they were banning it and then the eu said they're going to ban it but then they're not going to ban it and they have a couple of countries that are so reliant on it they just i don't think they know how they're going to get around not having the russian oil so it's it's a hard one and uh, you know that ties right back to the Ukraine mm -hmm. like what did the USDA had in their report uh, here uh, this week that they're expecting yields to be down this year in the Ukraine so if the Ukraine plants you know last week we said 30 to 80 percent now I'm reading 70 percent of their acres but if they don't have the inputs to look after them they're saying yields are going to be down to whatever i mean looking at it right it makes sense obviously that their yields are going to be down but really it's it's a shot in the dark to know exactly what ukraine's going to be able to get out this year i think that's it's a big guess on their yields it's a big guess on what they can export the, yeah. the usda did deal with that somewhat in their report this week you know they're they're saying in one thing that they're going to export 40 or 50 percent but then they're not saying that much in their actual numbers yeah. so it's hard one to know what uh Again, that's that's the sad saddest part of this report every week is that we have to talk about the Ukraine. So it's sad uh, that it's still happening. It's sad it, that it did happen and is still happening. So yeah. But let's end on a positive. You know what did I I put down here? Prices trend trend is up. You know this week things jumped up. Even though so that USDA report was very supportive for wheat. Mm -hmm somewhat supportive for corn a little negative somewhat supportive and so it means it was oh, maybe a little supportive because they are cutting back ending stocks but so with those big jump up in prices we talked about earlier here you know like wheat over forty dollars corn soybeans just under twenty and that we had some target orders hit this week and those target orders that hit this week were those previous wish targets some of them were those wish targets and what were the wish targets for it was like a pie in the sky number that like you never thought that you would hit but this is the year things have been uh just going crazy so put in some of those like lavish numbers that maybe you never thought would you would get i know and just so when i was thinking about that that these wish targets got hit i said oh i'm going to go back a little bit and i i just went back to january 1st and look where prices have gone for this harvest coming up compared to the first of january this year yeah so corn has been the weakest one this the lowest increase is in the price of corn for this harvest where do you think that number comes in? Well, throw in the note. I guess worry. I'm thinking back to last fall, 20, uh, 222 crop was sitting somewhere like 270 ish dollars, 60 ish dollars. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So corn, really close to Laura. So corn is actually up just under $100, $97 from January 1st wow. for this harvest. Soybeans were up just over a hundred dollars. 
$106. Spring wheat's up just under $150. $150 a ton. The prices increased since January 1st. And winter wheat's up like $130. Like, to say everything's $100, like, those are just phenomenal numbers. Nobody could see these things happening where the thing and everything that's happened in Ukraine has dr driven this, but also world demand remains strong yep. for all the commodities, even with COVID around. And world supply is being threatened a little bit. We've had weather concerns in South America, in Europe, in North America, crops, everywhere. We just so, talked about how late the planting progresses. Yeah, so it's... We're having somewhat of a perfect storm to drive prices. Nobody for nobody that I've ever talked to has thought this was going to happen. No, and it's not. just amazing that prices have come up that much. So where can they go? I think this is probably a really good time to take one of those cookies as the plate goes by. That's that's for sure because remember, high prices cure high prices. High prices kill demand. People can't afford it. Companies can't afford to use the commodities for whatever. They push prices back down. And these are pretty phenomenal right now. And this is even before our customer day, which we always have phenomenal prices, Dolores. Is that yes, not true? We do always have a phenomenal price for the day, yes. For the day. And <laughs> so just imagine if this was our customer day. Whoa, that would just be extraordinary. So anyhow, people... Give us a call anytime, you know. Absolutely. Want to put a target in, want to write up a, a, a little bit of tonnage, then we're happy to we're happy to talk to you regardless of whether you want to talk about those things or not. Big time. And uh, keep getting your crops planted. Be safe out there. Absolutely. Make some progress. By next Friday, I'm sure we'll have a bunch of farmers that are done planting, so... Thanks for tuning in and then uh, listening to us, Gab, and uh, hope everyone has a, a nice weekend and the weather holds off just enough to get all the, all the cropping in and then the, the rain can come. We'll all be happy for that. Uh, Mother Nature has a hard time pleasing the farmers all the time. But <laughs> she anyhow, sure we'll, we'll get the rain, we'll get the crops in. Everybody be good. Talk to you again soon.